Hey, thanks for tuning in to What's the Sitch with Chrissy Dress. If you haven't already liked, followed, subscribed, or shared this podcast, please do follow and share where you see fit. So today I'm going to switch things up a little bit. I'm going to talk about um, how I am a boss, an entrepreneur, a current radiation patient, and mental health. So um, let's start with um, being a spa, day spa owner <laughs> for four years. I'm actually celebrating uh, technically four years ago when I launched my website and uh, signed the lease to uh, my brick and mortar spa, which is located in Chestnut Hill, Philadelphia. I um, got the keys and started painting uh, and putting together what we now know as Cure or Cure de Repos. Um, so that's exciting. <laughs> we actually uh, did our soft opening September 1st and then our grand opening um, October 1st, when we really announced the public, uh, put it in the paper, local paper, and announced that we were, you know, officially open. Um, so that was a very exciting time. And uh, fast forward to four years, and now we're here. <laughs> and it's been quite a struggle because my uh, business um, is hands on. So we have been closed uh, since March. So 90 days, uh, give or take. Um, so, you know, I have six employees, six to nine, depending. Um, some are, are part-time, um, you know, uh, some are seasonal, or kind of fill in where I need help from time to time. So, you know, there is that as well, uh, you know, not only was I um, worried about myself, but also about my employees. Um, and so when we did close, uh, everybody did apply for unemployment, and rightfully so. Um, I did go ahead and uh, apply for PPP, Payment Protection uh, Payroll, um, which I was granted. Uh, Interestingly enough, uh, three of my main employees, uh, you know, sent me an email saying that they were going to turn it down um, because, you know, they were making more uh, with unemployment and the additional disaster $600 per week. So essentially when they did that, uh, these three employees quote-unquote, resigned. Um, and I was supposed to go ahead and report them uh, to unemployment um, because I did have, quote-unquote, work, a.k.a. PPP. So they would not get the $600 uh, in addition per week if I were to pay them the PPP and they were to accept. Uh, they would only get what I would pay them. Um, so essentially, uh, technically, uh, because I did offer it and they turned it down, 
they resigned. Now with me, um, I just found out recently that, you know, I was to report them uh, to unemployment and um, then they wouldn't receive unemployment either. So essentially forcing them to come back to work, um, you know, begrudgingly, right? Who, who wants an employee that is pissed because you, essentially the employer, are taking away extra $600 from them a week and um, forcing them to come back to work? So pretty much putting them in a rock and a hard place. However, being an esthetician, I figured, you know, when they said they're going to turn down the PPP and just stay on unemployment, you know, in my mind, I was like, okay, I've been in that position before. I haven't always been a business owner. I've only been a business owner for four years. And as an esthetician, you know, if I could make an extra $600 a week, sure, why not? I would love that. So, um, you know, I was fine with that and, you know, expecting them to come back to work once we were in the clear and able to slowly uh, be able to reopen. And even so, whether they came back on, you know, partial unemployment, because, hey, let's, let's be honest, we're not going to be churning and burning. We're not going to have both rooms. I have a boutique spa for those of you that don't know. You know, we usually do two shifts, 9 to 2 and uh, 2.30 to 8 p.m. for most days or um, open to close 9 to 6 um, on the weekends. And so let's be honest, we're not going to be churning and burning like we were. You know, there's going to have to be extra 15 minutes padded in between each um, appointment. So they're in 30 minutes because there's already a 15 minute lag um, so an extra, you know, 15 minutes, which equals 30 minutes to flip their room and all of that. So they're also not getting as many appointments because we have to be very mindful about cleaning everything, which we have before we already used hospital, hospital grade, um, sterilization, sanitization and all of that. But, you know, just really being extra careful, um, with our protocols. Um, so with that said, um, you know, we opened June 26th, so only five days ago. Um, and everybody was on board, you know, I spoke to all my employees, oh, yeah, put me back on the schedule. You know, um, absolutely. I took everybody off because people would book here and there. And it was just a pain, because I knew we weren't opening. And April or May. So I shut the books down. So when I spoke with all of my employees, I put them all back on the books because they were all, oh yeah, we're coming back. We're coming back. Great. Awesome. So then people employ, or um, excuse me, our clients are then, you know, going ahead online and booking online. Um, and each employee um, is getting uh, two of them essentially are, are had like anywhere from 25 to 30 appointments um, at this point in time. Um, and then this past week, earlier in the week, I had gotten a resignation from one employee um, at 6 a.m. through email, you know. Um, and then just Sunday after my shift, 
um, I had gotten another email um, from another employee who is resigning. Um, so no two week grace period, any of that, you know, listen, times are weird, you know, (laughs) COVID, are you really going to come back for two weeks? And then, um, so both of them effective immediately resigning. Um, and did I feel some kind of way about that? Not really. Um, because I know that this situation is, Uh, changing many people in many different ways, you know, whether it's a career change, whether it's, you know, changing careers completely, you know, going to a complete different field of work, um, whether you're scaling back and reevaluating your life and maybe, you know, spending more time with your family um, and not working, you know, as hard. Um, So, I get it. I completely understand. You know, maybe, you know, you have children home for uh, the summer and they're not going to summer camp. So, you know, you don't have that availability to work like you did before. Um, Or maybe, you know, you took this time to uh, create something on your own, which I think is fantastic. Um, And maybe start your own business, which I I have talked to several uh, other people outside of my business who you know, whether they started an online business. Myself, I started a podcast, not that it pays the bills. Um, but, you know, a lot of people are, are, are doing new things and, and, you know, stretching and, you know, we had a huge pause uh, and had time to think and reevaluate life and really what we want out of it. So, like I said, did I feel any certain way? No. Um, not at all with, uh, the two resignations. Um, however, it did leave me scrambling a bit because they did tell me they were coming back. So, you know, uh, add to my stress, then I have to go and cancel, you know, 50 appointments, you know, plus give or take. Um, and so there and that is where my frustration lies. (laughs) Um, you know, because, that's just, I, I don't want to have to do that. Um, but our clients are understanding it's a very odd time. And, you know, like I said, we're not going to be having two people at one time, you know, cranking out services. It's going to be one person a day or some days, maybe one person's going to open and one person will close. And certain days were closed. You know, we used to be open seven days a week, but we're going to kind of navigate that as we, you know, move uh, through this time and kind of see what sticks to the wall. So like in August, we're shut all Sundays. So anyhow, before opening on the 26th and getting uh, these two resignations um, effective immediately through email, um, I was in there cleaning like a crazy person by myself, you know. Um, I found it funny, though, that um, these employees that were still willing to come back, that they didn't even offer any help. You know, they knew I was cleaning. They knew I was repainting the whole spa, you know. Um, And so that and their told, you know, hindsight 2020, you know, they were never planning to come back. They said maybe they were wishy-washy. Yes, I'm going to come back. No, I'm not. Um, but 
it's funny because I had clients who had offered to, hey, I'm not doing anything. I'm right down the street. I can help you paint, um, you know, clean, whatever you need. And so, you know, being in a great community, that's always refreshing, you know, or, oh, at least the thought, I wish I knew how to help you with inventory um, or set up, you know, at least the thought is there. Um, and several people did offer, um, which is funny because, like I said, none of my employees offered once to um, help paint, clean, any of it. But it's okay. You know, you just got to keep on moving. Um, and so I had painted the place, um, freshened up the walls, which it looks magnificent. I had a professional cleaning crew really come in and give a really deep detailed clean. Um, they also did the COVID spray down. Um, so just really disinfecting, you know, spraying everything down. Um, so it is pristine. I'll tell you what, if one little drop of a little hairball is on the floor or not even hair, like I would say a leaf that blew in from outside, I'm on it. <laughs> Um, I was before. I was already like that, but even more so now. It's easier to keep things clean. Don't you agree once they're cleaned? So during all of this before opening, uh, my husband, Raj, his birthday was um, on Tuesday, June 23rd, and it was a big one. Um, He had turned 40, and uh, I had to go to the spa. I had to go there to uh, meet this other gentleman that was giving me the quote for the deep cleaning and the COVID spray down. I had a later appointment for radiation that day at 2.30. Um, just running around trying to get product back into the spa because I also have to, before Friday opening, you know, have this stuff there to be stocked so I can get it up sometime before we open. Uh, so reassembling the spa. So Raj and I fought all day his birthday. Poor guy. Um, and he was right. Um, you know, uh, it was a big birthday for him. Um, and I was so just um, not emotionally available. Um, which is kind of crazy because um, I like to think that I'm pretty in tune with things and I guess, um, you know, just being overwhelmed with everything and, you know, um, it it is just a lot. It's a lot. Um, you know, booking things, people are calling as well, emailing, you know, through Facebook messenger or my email, um, you know, asking for appointments. So also, you know, I have to answer these people to let them know to go online to book and, um, you know, also trying to have some peace and zen and and read a little bit of my book um and try and stay calm you know i still am going through radiation and um like i said we just fought all day and i felt horrible um he had said he's like you know it's, it's not about getting me anything material um he's a cancer so um i hate the word love language but um his love language is um you know, definitely, um, being emotionally available, being there, just being present. And I wasn't. So I felt bad. (laughs) Um, 
you know, and I'm exhausted, (laughs) you know, not only from everything going on, but also from radiation. And so, um, we live in an area where, um, you know, Uber Eats or, you know, food delivery, anything like that stops at like seven, seven thirty. And of course I'm not out on my normal day. Like I would have just like ran across the street to the bakery and gotten like a small cupcake or, you know, nothing huge because it's just the two of us. Um, something, anything. Once again, I know he's not looking for material things, but you know, it's his freaking 40th birthday. The least I could have done was scavengered somewhere to get a cupcake or anything. So I'm calling three different places through Uber Eats and I order a chocolate cake, um, just a, a piece. Um, and I don't care how much it costs. I don't care if it's 35, $40, 20, whatever it is, just bring the damn cake so I can put a candle in it and I can sing happy birthday. <laughs> and of course the first one cancels too close to their closing time. Quickly I go on, I order a second cake thinking, oh my God, okay, wonder if they cancel. So then I order a third cake, slice of cake, chocolate cake, lava cake, whatever the hell it is, just bring it. I don't care. (laughs) Some sort of cake, damn it. And so the second place cancels. Sorry, you know, we'll refund you your money. Third place is, you know, third place three minutes later. Boom, we're canceling as well. I'm like, oh my God. So now my husband is like (laughs) in the kitchen, (laughs) not really happy. Um, And so we lost power um, right after the rioting and all that. And so we had went out to the store and got some candles. So I found a Yankee candle, (laughs) small little one. (laughs) I lit that. (laughs) We're standing in the kitchen and I sang happy birthday to him really really um yeah (laughs) talk about you know um just disappointing but what else could I do so he smiled and he hugged me and you know said thank you and then we just chatted for a while and, um, you know, he said, when things get back, you know, and you, you start working and all that, he's like, you know, just be mindful, try to be emotionally available. So that's something that I'm working on through this, you know, being a newlywed, um, just a little over a year <laughs> and, um, being a business owner, you know, cancer survivor, trying to navigate all these things and, uh, trying to be a good partner. It's not easy. <laughs> you know, and anybody who's married or in a serious relationship will tell you it definitely takes work. And so that's my current homework. <laughs> you know, and so, yeah, um, a lot you know all this stuff post-covid um and like I said I'm still in radiation I have seven days of radiation left thank the lord and I say then I can be out of the woods what that means is um you know just the poking and prodding since December 2019 um 
I've been poked, I've been prodded, I've been cut open, I've had radiation, um, I went through IVF. Talk about Jesus being poked and prodded. Um, and so in my mind, I just have seven more days, seven more days. And then once I'm out of that, I think I can really be emotionally available. <laughs> um, you know, and I meditate on that daily. Um, you know, I, I'm present, definitely. But I think that's different than being emotionally available. You know, especially, um, you don't really want to be touched because, you know, let's be honest, um, radiation, you know, you you have a nice sunburn um, in your margins or your field of where you're being radiated. Um, you know, you're tender. Um, you know, upon also, you know, last week I had my period. So there was that as well. And so, um, you know, you're emotional in that state as well as, you know, just everything else. So that leads me to um, mental health. And I'm really kind of tuning and focusing in on checking in to see if you're okay and your mental health. Um, and so I was chatting with a friend and, um, she had said to me, you know, have you expressed that you're feeling stressed out or any of these things to, you know, any of your oncology team or just any doctor, even your primary, have you, have you spoken to anybody? And, um, you know, another friend had kind of, we've had a similar conversation, but this one was really, um, the kicker and she's like, you know, it's not okay if your team isn't addressing your mental health. Um, yeah, obviously they're specialists in oncology, but like, holy crap, like Chris, your life's kind of like a shit storm right now. <laughs> and that's true, but it could be worse. It can always be worse. And so, um, She's like, just reach out like to your fertility doc. You know, you have a, a good relationship with her. And that's true because I've um, been working with her for two plus years to uh, try and get pregnant before I found out I had cancer. And so I had just shot her um, a text message um, two days ago while I was hiding in my closet after work. Because I was so overwhelmed and I felt like sitting in my closet was... Um, good thing to do and so um you know she did get back to me right away um which is perfect and you know because she is a fertility doc um you know I didn't even know if she just could point me in the right direction of somebody to talk to or um what have you or if she could you know help me in any way and so because she is a fertility doc, obviously, like, meds and um, antidepressants and things like that um, are not her forte. However, she was able to um, prescribe me just a, um, you know, two-week stint of a daily low, 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 low dose anxiety pill, which I'm so thankful for. And then she's getting me in touch with um, who I need to be in touch with. Um 
I did reach out, um, before to, um, you know, other doctors, um, that I'm working with currently. And their answer is always do yoga, eat healthy, exercise, meditate. I've been doing all of that since I've been 24. (laughs) Um, not to gloat, but I've done yoga in India. I've done yoga in Europe. Um, I've meditated on the daily. Um, you know, sometimes I'll go a week without meditating. Um, but you know, these are things that are already in my bag of tricks. These are things that I already practice, um, in my life. And so, um, when I reached out to my fertility doc, she was a little surprised, um, and was able to help me. Thank God. Um, because my anxiety was getting through the roof, not because of any one circumstance, but as you can see, I have many different, um, things going on in my life as a business owner, a boss, um, entrepreneur, um, cancer survivor, radiation patient, newlywed, um, you know, it's just a lot. And so mental health is very important. And when I was speaking with my friend who told me to reach out to uh, my fertility doc, she's a huge advocate for mental health and um, was really kind of put off that, you know, I've expressed this a few times um, to medical professionals, and they just uh, pretty much told me to meditate and eat healthy and exercise, which I get. Because trust me, um, if you know me, you know, I, I, I don't want to be on meds. I don't even take Tylenol. If I have a slight headache, I'm like, oh, I'm dehydrated. Let me drink some water. Um, so, you know, I'm not looking to be on any heavy painkillers or anything like that. Um, you know, I'm just looking for a little help just to pass this time and a little help just to kind of float me through um, because this too shall pass. And I truly believe that. Um, but if I can do that without being on edge, um, then that's great too. You know, I don't want to be on anything that has an addictive quality to it. Um, I don't want to have to wean off any pills. Um you know, so I'm looking into different avenues uh, for um, this uh, mental health. I'm even um, emailing a doc uh, back and forth right now. We're trying to find a time that's best for both of us to, uh, you know, either uh, tell a, you know, tell a visit or, or what have you, whatever it's called, um, you know, and to see if I could get my um, marijuana card. You know, I don't really, I don't do drugs. I don't smoke. I don't do these things. I'll have alcohol here and there, which isn't great. Because I read just this past week that there was a study recently put out that breast cancer survivors who do not drink alcohol and breast cancer survivors that drink three glasses of alcohol per week have a 15% chance 
of reoccurrence in cancer. So now I'm like, oh shit, excuse my language, but you know, I don't even want to, I don't want to drink at all. So that is not going to take off the edge anymore, you know? So, um, screw it. If I, you know, need to look into possibly getting a medical marijuana card and exploring that avenue, so be it, you know, non-addicting. Like I said, I don't want to take anything that's, um, going to have long-term effects. Um, and once again, natural. Um, so I'm exploring my options with mental health. Um, I also did reach out to a social worker who is at a network. And if you guys don't know what I've been told is that always the, um, good therapists, um, are usually at a network. So I have a, a call with her, um, next Monday. And, um, yeah, so I'm doing all the things to reach out, which I know isn't easy either. So if you're struggling, um, with mental health, um, and you don't know who to speak to, or you're nervous about it, um, you can always, um, DM me, um, or send me a message and I'm happy to, um, just chat with you personally about my experience or try and give you, um, information, um, that would be beneficial for you as well. Um, or kind of the avenue that I went down and, um, try and help you as well. Um, for me, um, yeah, it, it wasn't hard. It was just, it was more, you know, I'm tired of just being like, it's okay. It's okay. Which it is. I'm strong. Listen, it's okay. Like I'll be okay. I'll get through this too. Um, I am right now I'm friends or sisters with some other women who are really going through some major, major cancer situations and way off worse than me. So it's like somebody said to me, it's not the time to compare yourself, Chrissy, um, which is very true. And I need to breathe on that because I am going through some things as well. But I can't help to thank my lucky stars that I am where I am. So I'm going to end there. And um, thank you so much for listening in. Um, please like, subscribe, share, (laughs) and, um, I look forward to continuing this podcast. And I think this will be the first ending where we actually end without it being cut off because of some interruption. (laughs) So, all right, guys, have a fantastic rest of your week, end of June. Finish strong and take care of yourself. Be well.